everybody ready? Everybody loves everybody loves everybody loves to booty. Loves to booty. Loves to booty. Damn. For the incredible Stuvian buyer in the building. Awesome to have you. I, I was actually with your sister this morning. They were interviewing me on 180 with Bob. Yes. So How was that? She's such a ball of energy. She's crazy. It runs in the family. Hello, I was Justin. about to say, it, it definitely like, runs in the family. How are you? Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. And I mean, you're a woman who celebrates women, who celebrates being a woman. What is it What is it about you that, that gives you or makes you so full of life and so happy to be alive? Because that's what, that's what you feed off. Oh, that's a great thing to say. T, you know what? I had a great childhood i had great sisters sisters of three cousins so it was a real family of love and experience mm. and expression i'm a lover of life um i love being around people i love positive energy and i love feeding off great energy so i just suck and and, and drain and yes. kind of be motivated by all of that are you ever down are you ever sad and down all the time Jay. no all get the, out of here you know you know what it's a i'm a, I'm an extremist, so when I'm good, I'm really good. And when you're I can't bad, imagine. Can you yeah. t- look? Can you imagine her no. being down? And I like, am. No but you know what? You've got, to, you've got to bounce back. You've got okay. to bounce back. Done. So yeah, cool. So I mean, I've watched you literally on TV since I was like a kid. I mean, obviously everybody you knows so you. No, no, I mean, okay, not a kid, maybe a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, yesterday, I used to watch you. <laughs> but I mean, I think you know the first time people got to really know you is as Nandipa on Isidingo. Does do you hate that? I love that. Do, do people still call you Nandipa? Yes, they do. And it's okay. It was a breakthrough in my yes. career. It was a great role. Um, I gave it all that I got. And it's just uh, uh, catapulted me into things that I'm doing now. So I'm forever grateful for that working experience and working opportunity. And then, I mean, there's so many to mention. Jacob's Cross and Follows the Street, Mzansi Love, Rhythm City. What is it about you that you think attracts these producers to kind of, you say, you know what, this is who we want to oh, work Oh, honey, with. that sounds so good because nothing could be further from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, you know what? Um, it's a tough industry. It's brutal as in any industry is, but it's great because that competitive element and that competitive spirit mm-hmm. keeps us on our toes. But, you know, being in the industry for so long, I'm still hungry to work. Mm. I feel like I've only scratched the surface of my career. Mm. But as black women, we have to diversify. And that's yes. what I keep on telling the younger generations that it's cool to be an actress for 15 years, but I want to write my own scripts. I want to yeah. direct my own films. I want to mentor. I want to have access to the film industry as a whole in the African continent. So basically, that's what I'm trying to do. And it's all about being in the right spaces and who you know and just being at the right times and 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 just connecting with the right people your network your network your network and perhaps i don't know perhaps i might be shot for saying this but i i find that people who the most people who don't diversify are actually actors they yeah. it's it's almost like they they feel like if they do anything else it dilutes lovey for me nothing could be further from the truth yeah. i i have to diversify because i want i want to gain experience i want to learn i'm curious about the industry mm. And also want to be able to do everything in in, in the industry that I love. Mm. So it's also giving, you know, the talented young girls a a really great chance Mm -hmm. and be able to work with them, but also write and direct and and screenwrite and produce uh, feature films for the future. Speaking of feature films, it's what you're into right now. You have one coming out as well. We're going to speak into that and just about uh, feature films in South Africa and where you think the
the film industry here is going. Uh, I almost said Nandi, but <laughs> Mboya mm-hmm. in the building. If you have any questions for 089-11-50505. It's the Graham Watkins Project. It's called London Bridge. Also played you, Timo ODV, I Need You. 31 after 11, you're listening to the Tabuti Show. And on the show today, we have the gorgeous, the amazing Shubi Mboya. And uh, we just sort of kind of dabbled into, you know, the film, uh, well, the film industry. But uh, we, you have a film releasing on the 26th of August. Woohoo! Yes, yeah. I always get so excited when we release homegrown stuff. Mm. And also, we, we're getting them come out so frequently. Because at I first, know. it was like once in a blue moon. And then it was it was almost like Christmas. We'd be like, ah! I know. A film, and now it's become, a, you know, something that happens almost every month. You know what, T? And the avenues of which we are giving platforms, like the Josie Film Fest, the Durban International Film Fest, that our films are going to Toronto Film Fest, you know, anywhere in the world. It's just a, a reflection of how great we're doing and mm-hmm. how we're taking it seriously and how we really want to create global standards and how people are working in the industry. Cost yes. is working. Crew is working. Yes. You know, people are getting hired and to the extent that people are coming to our shores to shoot movies. So I think that the essence of filmmaking and it being a craft and something that's got longevity and giving people full-time careers is a great thing to be part of. I mean, at first, to get a South African audience to go out and watch a proudly South African film, you'd have to say, it's proudly South African, support local. Do you think now people are just not even thinking about it? They're just going and saying, oh, that film looks interesting. I'll check it out. You, you know what? It's so great because uh, the release of Doris film is on the 26th. I mean, we're up there with great movies international movies and what's wonderful about it is that there's different genres I mean mm. this is not a rom-com this is a gritty grimy hillbrow street so it's a really tough kind of um, movie that's going out and it's great that people are accepting the South African audiences are really ex- accepting all the genres you know and willing to go out and spend their money and mm. take their time out Thursday, Friday, Saturday night so it's a great place to be in the industry it's a great time and obviously it's a great time Time, especially it being Women's Month, because yes. the leading lady is Kabanina Kubeko, who plays Nina on Isidengo. Tell us a little bit about uh, Doris, please. What's the movie about? Two women who are in the streets of Hillbrow trying to make a living, and um, things go bad. It's rough. It's tough. Um, it's about relationships. It's about power. It's about sex. It's about control. It's about rock and roll. But what I love playing is a woman who has to deal with um, her consequences of her actions and mm. being accountable for her actions. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. So. You, you sold me on the sex part. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he heard. You, you heard. So it releases 26th August. We'll definitely check it out Dora's piece uh, I'm not going to say support local I'm just going to say go out and watch yeah. a good film and watch a f- I love exactly. that go out and watch that. a good film but uh, I mean other than that you also have a, a radio show Future CEOs that's on Cliff Central tell us a little bit about it I think the time is now for people to become entrepreneurs. I mean, it's great for our economy. The time is now for to be a dynamic female black entrepreneur. Mm. I think um, we have to kind of reach our full potential. And I think corporate SA doesn't allow us to do that. And as women, we're trying to break the gender barriers. We're trying to break the stereotypes and get into executive positions. So that's what we're trying to do. And we really try to advocate and catalyze and just amplify entrepreneurship. So future CEOs really just just... just 
fills the gap between the entrepreneurs and the uh, and the CEOs. So we bring in CEOs who are not only trendsetters but are different and are assets and are community driven, but really are authentic in their products and their services and inspire and motivate entrepreneurship in SA. Do you think in 2016, as a, a woman in South Africa, you still kind of have to go the extra mile of to kind of you know do. prove your worth? You have to sit in a boardroom and they probably think, oh, she looks pretty, she looks nice, and you know they won't take you seriously until you open your mouth and say something intellectual, whereas your male counterparts, they just have to arrive. We're fighting that all the time, and worse than that is women try to bring other women down. Mm. I think board level is board level. We want the executive. We want the policies of power and control and influence and strategy and execution. So that's where, the, that's where I'm trying to play at, and that's why I'm trying to um, have a philosophy that we really have to not have the puller down syndrome. Yes. And it's about realizing that the the policies and the constructs that we live in are very much male dominated. Sorry, mm. Justin. No, 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 no. no. Justin I like, should no, no. I leave the room? I genuinely <laughs> agree. If you want to. No, no, no. You, I, I genuinely you agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's about uh, fighting the beast that is not necessarily seen, but is always around and in any situation and in any experience that we live in all the time. And maybe perhaps it's also about celebrating each other as women. I mean, men do it. They take each other seriously. Uh, and as us ladies, we, we tend to not take each other seriously. We, we'd rather hear a male counterpart. Or even if you, you send through a proposal as two women, as much as, you know, they push the BE system, if two women send it, they'll be like, hmm, I, I don't know. know. You, you know what? In Women's Month, I, I've really done a lot of panel discussions um, yes, in the film space, but yes, on future CEOs. And, you know, the the puller down syndrome is, keeps on coming up. And I can't mm. believe it's so alive and so relevant. But at the same time, it's great that we can have these kind of issues and discuss them. And it's, it's, it's just not about women. It's about gender. It's about sexuality. It's about race. It's about creed. Mm. So it's just about having those topics of discussion, knowing that there are policies that have to be broken and shattered, and knowing that there is an execution point that we can strive to. So, I mean, I, I imagine there's a lot of young women who are listening right now who, you know, are CEOs of their own companies and they might be small companies. Uh, perhaps you can impart some advice on how, you know, they can move forward and break those barriers and be successful in whatever, you know, area or sphere that they're working in. So that will be tips from uh, Lubin Boya. Uh, so this is like a future CEO 5FM edition. Wait, don't get into it yet. It's on the way. It's break the law. Love is the cure. 45 after 11. You like it? Friday. Friday is calling. <laughs> it's nice thanks Lala if you just tuned in uh, we hang out with Shubin Boya and we're just speaking on a future CEO's little uh, show she has uh, where she basically helps women progress in what the corporate environment in intrep- uh, entrepreneurship what are some of the top tips if I'm listening right now and I'm trying to push a business and I feel like I'm not succeeding on the basis that I'm a woman you know, as women, we always put a pressure that everything needs to be perfect and on mm. time and just, you know, which is a good thing. Nothing wrong with that. But sometimes you just have to have a little faith and just go with what we have. But I believe your product has to be unique and it has to speak to something that's uh, it, uh, scratching its itch in a society. And what I love about women in entrepreneurship and what I've learned about successful women, there's always a sense of community. There's always a sense of giving back to the community and all the entrepreneurs that are really, really put on a pedestal. What else is unique about the female entrepreneurs that we love having on our show is that they know their self-worth. Mm-hmm. I think as women, we tend to price ourselves under budget or sometimes we can over budget our products and our services so you've got to know your worth for the industry and for your product and your service to be taken seriously 
Another thing that's really, really crucial and important is to make partnerships and collaborations. I think teamwork is everything. And I find that the most um, successful businesses and successful structures are those that have great collaborations with people. And those are people that have the same vision, that have the same mindset, that have the same ethics and the same business kind of uh, acumen as as the female individual. Mm-hmm. Um, what else can I tell you about female entrepreneurs? Um, you just have to go for it. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just have to just, you know, think big, realize and believe in your product because nobody will, and do your market research. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, find out what your competitors are doing. Find out what, you know, the money is all about and do like a great business plan. So I think sometimes that we want to go into the market. Or and what just, we do is we have this great idea and we're like, let's just do it without actually doing the research or finding out if it's the, profitable to begin with. You have to do the research. And you know what? By the end of the day, I know it's long and tedious, but in the, the day, it'll end up working to you. And it's a living document. It, it thrives. It changes as you grow, as you make mistakes and then you learn and never forget that the part of the journey is the failure. Mm. I think that people hire other entrepreneurs or CEOs hire people that have failed, that have made mistakes because you know what? It's about a journey and it's about learning from this, your mistakes to make, to make yourself, you know, a, a credit, a, a credible human being and a credible entrepreneur. And people don't realize that it's that very failure that will make you not make that same mistake again. Absolutely. But I mean, you, you do so much. Uh, you also the advocate for the smile foundation. Tell us a little bit about that. It's all about reconstructive surgery. And I think that with cleft pellets or with uh, burn victims in this country, it really takes a lot for the mother and child to be able to deal with the hospital bills, mm-hmm. um, the social stigma around being burnt or being born with a cleft palate and also just being able to survive and being able to be educated once you have a, a cleft palate. So it's actually a lifelong journey. And what I love about the Smile Foundation is that I deal with academic hospitals. I deal with the kids in hospitals. I deal with the nurses and I deal with the surgeons. And it's all about empowering access to funds yeah. to be able to have those surgeries because it, it takes a lot of money and it, and it is emotionally destructive to the families. So why, why the Smile Foundation? What is it about you that you think touched your heart? I think kids need to be protected. Mm-hmm. I think kids need to be given a chance. Mm. I think kids need to be given an opportunity and there has to be a destiny filled with, an, with, the, with the kids. And I do a lot of different um, charities dealing with kids because... Um, as they say, and it's a cliche, but they are the future and you have to invest in them mm-hmm. and they need to be protected. So that's what I'm all about. That's beautiful. Beautiful work you do. I don't know where you find the time, to be honest. On top of all of this, you still have, not, you've now ventured into this world. I won't lie. The first time I saw a picture of you and like your new body, I'm just like, when did this happen and how? What, what was it? I, I always say when you, you know, start a gym routine or you, you transform your body, it's also a mind shift. Correct. What is it about about exercise and about being active. See, it's not the way I look, it's the way I feel. I Mm. think, you know, we are such uh, kind of uh, hungry for success and hungry for uh, a great work ethic and hungry to succeed in Joburg that it sometimes gets the better of us. And Mm -hmm. the body needs to recuperate. I need to... uh, be rejuvenated spiritually and that's what it does to me um I, i've done all kinds of 
forms of training because I get bored very quickly yes. as my artistic energy allows me to. So what are some of the stuff you do? So it's about going to gym. Uh-huh. It's about weight training. It's about endurance training. It's about doing Jeep warrior races. It's about mountain bike. Anything that gets the blood rushing. So adventure. Anything thrilling. A- anything thrilling. But at the end of the day, you know, it's all about meeting people on the same journey. Yes. It's all about having different experiences with people. It's always about having a story to tell when you come back home. But more importantly, it's it's just a release of energy and and at the end of the day, you come back and you're a different person than you left. And that's what it's all you're about. You're such an incredible soul. Yeah. And you really are. And it, it, it comes off. Um, like, I hope, you know, people listening are getting Can it as get well. The feel, yeah. Because yeah. I am feeding off of it. Tubin uh, Boy is in studio with us. We believe you, like, number one at everything that you do. And you always finish first. <gasps> so, I don't. No, that's what we, that's what we that's think of you. Allow yeah. us. Yeah. Allow us. So yeah. we're going to play a little game. With oh you my. on the other side of this. <laughs> it's Nonko Piri with Regrettables. We hang out with Shubin Boya. You're, you're going race car driving this weekend. So cool. That is so cool. So let me explain it properly. So it's called the Donaldson Cross Country Racing. And two years ago, I was in Freiburg 450. And uh, it's a Nissan Navara V8 uh-huh. off-road, crazy driving. And I'm with a champ called uh, Terence Marsh. Yeah. And we decided, because we didn't podium last time, two years ago. What does podium mean? Top three. Oh, the, yeah. okay. Am I right, Yes, Just? you are. Uh, so we decided that it's called Nkomasi 450. And it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a rallied kind of driving, but off-road uh, with uh, red line motors. Mm-hmm. And we're going by the Kruger in Malalane. Uh, in a week's time to go race. And hopefully I'll podium. You know what? Other people have done it. Like... Who else? Yanes has done it. Kurt Darren has done it. Uh, uh, Derek Watts has done it. So it's all the guys. Of course it's all the guys. And you got to kick their ass. You have to win. You know what? As navigators, it's not a gender thing. It really is an aptitude and just being cool under pressure, uh-huh. which I... I want to be better at because I was good last time. I was the fastest female navigator. Nice. But this time, you Justin, must be the fastest kill, navigator. Absolutely. So we're on a podium. That don't know what a navigator is. So you sit in the passenger seat yes. with a map. Yes. And you kind of direct him. Yeah. Correct. You're telling him when to brake, yes. when to accelerate, left, left, hard it's, left. It's, it's, you know what? So you're going at like 160 k's an hour on sure. off-roads, in terrain. It's insane. It's insane. That's but it's, a lot of pressure. It's really cool. And afterwards, T, you actually feel like you've been hit by a train because your body <laughs> You bounce around. Car, yeah. You just you know, bounce around. It's, it's adrenaline. And once again, I love it. That and is so cool. You know what? It's also just... Being out of your comfort zone once again, doing something that you've really never done before and trying to be an example that if you put your mind to something, you can really succeed. And if you don't, you go back and try again, which is why I'm going back. Thank you so much. We love you. You made my Friday. I love you both. <laughs> we love you. I love you, baby. The newsreader is looking at you like, I don't love you. Get off my chair. Get off my chair. Get out on here. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that game. <laughs> You see, he was just to bring out the child and he was like, fine. Don't ask me. Have in the studio yeah. and in the news today. You see, she didn't realize we're still live. We're she still, didn't, we're still, we're still, still live. Look, look <laughs> Everybody ready? Everybody loves Everybody loves Everybody loves to booty. Loves to booty. Loves to booty. Damn.